You are listening to Time to Revive. This show is designed to help you get the confidence to share your faith in everyday life. The music in the background is Revival from Third Day. Hey, welcome back to Time to Revive. This is Mark Bird again, getting ready to launch into a brand new episode of Walking This Out by Faith, this journey that we're on and what we're calling this lifestyle evangelism during this series. And what that is, is these different people with these different perspectives, but they're all living a lifestyle of evangelism. And really what it boils down to, it's people living out in obedience to God's call. But more specifically, it's not just a specific call to one or two people. It's really a call to all of us because God's word is a call to all of us. And and evangelism is not in the Bible, but you know what? Neither is rapture (laughs) and neither is the Trinity. Like those words aren't necessarily in there, but what they mean is clearly defined. With me on the program today is Jody. And listen, this is so exciting because I met Jody and her sister, Dale Ann, several years ago, actually, but it was through their mother. But what I'm loving today is there's a time and a season for everything. And God has opened up some doors for this time and this season for us to walk through. Uh, Jody and Dale Ann, as you'll hear, uh, have a ministry called The Remnant, which just struck me because anybody that knows Time to Revive, Revive Ohio, knows that The Remnant is what we're, our mission is to gather, because that's what Christ is calling us to do, to gather and empower The Remnant to do what? Shine the light of Christ. I got to say this, Jody, before we launch into this, I had this thought that hit my heart last week. And I've been asking groups of Christians about this. And I say, hey, by the way, who is the light of the world? And you know, most people say, well, Jesus, of course. But Jesus himself looked at his disciples right in the eye, I'm sure, in Matthew chapter 5 and said, you are the light of the world. Yes. And I don't know if they believed it any more than we do, Jody. But you know what? That is true because Jesus said it. Yes. Jody Mears from The Remnant, welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you. I am thrilled to be a part of this. Really am. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Jody, this is like I mentioned, this is just discussion, brother and sister in the Lord. And, and you know what it is? It's just us encouraging one another and it's letting an, an audience in on our conversation, which is yeah. so good because the Bible tells us to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And it says even more so as you see the day approaching. And I don't think there's any mystery, Jody, that you and I <laughs> and your sister, we see the day approaching. Yes, We yes, see we the do. day approaching really rapidly. Yes. But you know what? We have to encourage one another that yeah. as we see that day approaching, it says even more so. We need to have these conversations, Jody. We need to sharpen each other's iron. We need to be bright in shining the light of Christ. But today and and this particular episode, uh, we're walking out through this lifestyle evangelism. And Jody, you and your sister are on a mission, your whole group, you're on a (laughs) mission. And it's become a lifestyle. 
<laughs> you really want to tell hurt. us a little bit about that, Jody, just so the audience gets to know you and hear your heart? Yeah, well, the remnant is really a movement. And I always feel it's important to say that the remnant is not just me and my sister who lead worship. And we also have been called into preaching and evangelism, but it's across the globe. The remnant is, is a chosen small quantity that the Lord held back for such a time as this. So I just, I love saying that because it's, it's such a conglomerate of many believers who are feeling the movement of what God's doing right now. And it really started with us doing just a small Bible study in my sister's living room. It was just me, my mom, and my sister. And it grew from that to where I got to be honest with you. I'm, I've been in church all my life, so to speak, not all my life, but majority of my young life. And then I ran from the Lord for 30 years, I think. And when I rededicated my life back to Christ, I didn't really know much about the word of God. I didn't have a lot of knowledge. So when the Lord told me to name this worship remnant, I was like, well, that's a cool name. (laughs) I had no idea what that meant. And at the time, that's been about three or four years ago. And at the time, nobody was really talking about the remnant, at least not, not as, as trending as it is right now, or not as it's blowing up right now. So it's really, I I just want to emphasize, it's a movement of what's happening across the globe. We are seeing it happen everywhere, but we're really excited because God's been doing it in Lima, Ohio. And he called me back out of Nashville, Tennessee, kicking and screaming, not wanting to come back to what I used to call a God forsaken city. And, um, it's not forsaken. It's not. And um, he is moving so rapidly and so mightily. And so that's what the remnant is. We're a mobile, we say worship ministry, but as we step out, he's saying, okay, it's time for you to preach. Okay. It's time for you to teach time for you to prophesy. (laughs) We're like, okay. We didn't know that we were called to do those things, but it's turned out that way. And so we travel all over our main hub, our main area that we touch is Lima, Ohio. We're there every Thursday night in the square, right in the heart of Lima downtown, but he calls us out to many other places. And it's really just being fire starters is what I call it. Yeah. Amen, Jody. That is a very accurate description. And what's amazing, Jody, to hear you say that is because you're probably not even aware that when I received my calling to start walking out this Revive Ohio thing, the very word of prophecy that I got was that this gal, this prophet has said, hey, why do I see you walking across the state of Ohio and everywhere your foot touches, there's a fire left behind? And so isn't it amazing (laughs) how God will confirm his word and he will cross our paths and start doing some things together. And I think it's not by coincidence either, Jody, that what the Lord put on my heart for this particular episode, like I know it resonates with, with you guys, but it's so apparent. And I don't think the body of Christ fully understands this yet. Right. And I think we're all learning as we go as well. I think I want to subtitle this the outpouring. And Jody, you've seen the outpouring. Yeah, I have. But I think what's most exciting is I believe that we're just starting to see the outpouring. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe that it's just the beginning. I really emphasize sometimes about in the Bible where Jesus said, you will do these things in greater. So I always tell our remnant people, I'm like, 
we want the greater, we want the greater, but what, what I'm seeing already just at bare minimum is just, it's astonishing. Honestly, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. I never dreamed. I really never dreamed that I would see the things that I'm seeing in the outpouring of his spirit upon people that are just available and yeah, willing, available it. and willing. And I think that's all he's looking for Jody. It is. And what I hope to accomplish my goal through this whole series is for people to know and understand, like, you don't have to arrive at this thing. God doesn't, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Yes. And, yes. and, and the scripture always pops out at me. Many are called, but few are chosen. Right. And I think in, in my understanding of that, I, I like to say many are called, but few choose mm-hmm. because yep. Jesus himself, listen, here's what you need to do. You need to pray to the Lord of the harvest to send laborers. Yes. That's yes. really what I believe we're doing. I believe that's part of our calling, Jody, to yeah. call the ordinary men and women of God who will just say, okay, Lord, here am I, send me. Yes. And we don't know, we don't know what it's going to look like, Jody. Did God give you a map and a schematic and all these blueprints? It it literally felt like one step at a time was lit. If I, if that makes any sense at all, it's like, as soon as I stepped forward, that light was lit. So I stepped there. And then when it was time to take the next step, then that step lit up. But you kind of feel, and I don't want to say I felt blind because I'm not blind. God leads me the whole way, but it really is trusting the Lord completely. Um, Had he maybe told me back at the, when this began, if he had told me, Hey, this is what this is going to (laughs) be. I, I I would have doubted it. I probably would have said not me. Um, You know, we don't have titles. We've, we've, we've been worship leaders before Dalian for 20 some years, but I really never had like a title in a church, but that's the beauty of it is that he's calling the the chosen he's calling like the um the average joe i guess you could say i don't want to call it average but he's just using the simple he's using the people that maybe have been pushed aside maybe ones who have just been branded a certain way Mm. Uh, maybe ones who people have given up on i've seen people that were actually kicked out of churches for their sin and said, I would never walk back into a church again. And here they are singing for the Lord again in coming to the square and laying hands on people. And God is using them mightily, like he's redeeming them, but he's using them because back to what I said, it's who is willing and who is available. And it really is laying your life down for him. It's laying your life down, but I promise you, when you lay your life down for the Lord, you gain, you gain. And, and I don't know that everyone quite gets that concept. I think that they're afraid of laying things down. There is some sacrifice, but my goodness, the reward is so great. And if we really could get an eternal mindset where we're going to spend forever, where we're laying up our treasures in heaven and what he has waiting for us based on what we do on this earth. If we really could get our minds wrapped around that eternal mindset, that's really what changed it for me. It's like, Lord, I just, I just want my reward in heaven. That's where I'm going to spend my forever. (laughs) So it's not about the temporal things of this earth. And I tell you, as, as I get grow closer and closer to Jesus, like the old song, turn your eyes towards Jesus and the things of the world grow strangely dim. Yeah. Like Next thing you know, you don't care about the American dream. No. You don't care about 
materialistic things. You're like, I just want to please you, Lord. And his spirit, I find that the more willing and obedient that you are, the more his spirit pours out. Oh. <laughs> when, when I say it's easy, I say that kind of tongue in cheek because there are sacrifices, but it is easy because he's like, okay, that's all I needed was an empty vessel that's that it. I can fill so I can pour out. That's it, Jody. And thanks for joining us. Jody Mears is joining us uh, remotely. And this is such a fun conversation, Jody, because here's what I'm thinking in this outpouring, like you've experienced it. And the scripture that comes to my mind as I hear you tell about this is if you will lose your life for my sake, you will find yes. it. But yes. if you find your life, you will lose it. Yes. And Jody, yes. it's a really strange paradox, the way that works. But we have learned that that's how it works. Like you, and this is what I say, Jody, you trade in your old life. Yeah. You, you get to trade it in because God takes trade-ins. Yes. You know what he yes. does? He gives you a brand new one back. Yes. Yes, he does. And so, it's far better than anything you could ever think or imagine. Even the desires of your heart that you thought you had in certain areas of your life there's a foundation of that desire, meaning like there's a reason that desire is there, but yeah. he uses it for his purposes and it just will blow your mind what he will do and how he will use you. It's amazing how he has used my life and the things that I thought I had desires in were being used for the, for the world, being used for, you know, the enemy's kingdom. And now that he uses it for his kingdom, it's just beyond satisfaction. It's just beyond that. It is, Jody. And, you know, we we want to talk about outpouring because I believe that the Lord has said this is what we want to release. And, you know, it's amazing because you, you have the Old Testament and you have the New Testament. And, yeah, there's people with different understandings of both. But it's amazing when you see how they're all woven together, because this yeah. word, this word is alive. And John chapter one says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That word became came flesh and dwelt among us. That word is Jesus Christ. So this word, you know, I don't care if it's Old Testament or New Testament, it is Jesus Christ. Right. And so here's what's so cool. We want to start to unpack a little bit in Joel chapter two. Okay. The prophet Joel prophesies starting in verse 28. And he said, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and on my maid servants. I will pour out my spirit in those days. What days was Joel talking about? It's in the last days. Well, right. how do you know that it's the last days? Here's what I don't know. I don't know which day, but I do know we're in the last days. Yes. And I know that we're in the last days for one reason. Because what we're going to do next is we're going to skip over to Acts chapter 2. This is the day of Pentecost. Yeah. Okay? And isn't it amazing that the apostle Peter pops up on the day of Pentecost just after he was filled with the Holy Spirit and he starts to prophesy the same exact prophecy that the prophet Joel prophesied 
in the book of Joel chapter two. So Joel chapter two, Acts chapter two, and isn't it amazing that these guys said the same thing, starting in verse 17, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, okay? It doesn't say the last days in Joel. It just says in those days, Peter, through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, you know what? This is the last days, says God. And he says the same thing then, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Remember, we talked about who's the light of the world? Well, Jesus is. Who (laughs) pours out their spirit? Well, God does. But here, Peter's understanding and realizing Again, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that I will pour out of my spirit. Do you see that? Yeah. It's like he has given us his light and he has given us his spirit to pour out on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. (laughs) And so isn't it funny that the revelation that the apostle Peter gets here under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is the same thing that Joel prophesied, and yet he's realizing this is now being fulfilled in your hearing. And that's what he goes on to say. But for time's sake, I won't read the whole entire text, but I encourage you to dig into Acts chapter 2, and I'm starting in verse 17, but just go ahead and read the rest of the chapter yeah. because it's so good. But Jody, like even you, like you're experiencing this because right now God's spirit is poured out upon us right now. And I have yeah. Christians all the time say, I- I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, I'm waiting. And I'm like, and what are you waiting for? Well, I'm waiting for revival. And I say this, I said, what if God's waiting on you? Right, right. And and I ask pastors this all the time, and I'm not just specifically picking on pastors, but honestly, Jody, I speak before groups of pastors all the time, and I ask them, I say, listen, how many of you have prayed for revival? You know, in throughout your ministry, throughout your, your life, like I pray, Lord, send us revival. I said, what if you're the answer to your own prayer? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's like, so good. It's like, I gave you the green light, Matthew 28. I said, go. go. I gave you the green light. And by the way, on the day of Pentecost, I poured out my spirit. Yes. Like, yes. What else do you need? <laughs> right. What else do you need? What else do you need? You so know, what we're you- finding kind of in the movement of what we're doing, it may be different to different territories, but one of the major walls that we hit is, is religion. Okay. And so in the Bible, it talks about a form of godliness, but denying the power. And I feel like sometimes I feel like I don't have any scripture to, to refer to this, but I feel like sometimes the outpouring is because there's been such dead stagnant waters that he is just ready to make a distinction between the hot and the cold. And he is ready to pour out his spirit because he's tired of the form of godliness and he wants to show his power because what we're finding is the reason he outpours his spirit is because there's power in it. And that is what leads 
people to go, I want Jesus. I want that. No more of the just simple, let's say the salvation prayer and let's, you know, just get our past to heaven. It's this, especially in these millennial years of of these younger people, they want the real thing. If you ain't real, they don't want it. They don't want it. And it's leading them to darkness. It's leading them to new age, witchcraft, all these new things. And this is just particular to what we're seeing. And we're like, that's why God's showing up so big. Because he's like, this is the real power. Is there power in darkness? Yes, but it's not the power. It's not the overriding, overcoming, all-knowing, all-powerful power. But there's power there. So that's why they're drawn to that. Because they're like, I I, I want power. And so it really excites us because I'm like, come on, bring it on, Lord. If if there's people showing up going, all right, well, let's see what you got. Let's see if this is real or not. I'm just sit back. That's (laughs) it. You let him outpour his spirit and people are just like, they're drawn to it. They're drawn to it. And they're like, wow, that's real. No more fake and phony. No more doing the same old, same old. God is just shaking everything that can be shaken. And he's, he's like, this is my original design was, was like you said, back in acts two, the day of Pentecost, that's what it's supposed to be. Right. That's what it's supposed to be. And that's just personally what we're experiencing is I feel like, for our ministry and what we're experiencing in Lima, he's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to make a distinction here. Amen. I am the living God that is all powerful and I'm going to prove myself. And I just need a couple bodies, a couple people that are willing to just say, yep, use me. And I've seen him move so powerfully. I, we haven't even laid hands on people. We Amen. haven't even prayed. Sometimes it's just been in worship. Yep. People come up and go, I don't know what that was. I'm like, that's God. That's yes. his power, that's his presence. Amen. And it's so amazing because he can just simply do that. He can. And so that is another proof to me, Jody, that we're in the last days because he said in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. And that is evidence to me that his spirit is poured out and it's still being poured out because we're still in the last days and he keeps pouring and he keeps drawing and he keeps touching even when we're not touching. Like it doesn't depend on us. No, but we are just to go and he's pouring out his spirit through us, even though there's physical distance, but he's still touching people. He is. He is. We see it all the time. It's amazing. Yeah. I want to touch on this uh, further down in Acts chapter two, verse 36. Let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and and Christ. That's the message. Like, okay. He said he came to his own, his own didn't know him. And thank you, Jesus, that salvation was offered to us Gentiles. You know what he's doing? He's confirming his word, Jody. He's confirming his word that he's with us. He's confirming it with what? The outpouring of his Holy Spirit. There's no magic in us, Jody. It's no, there's not not me at all. Amen. And finishing this conversation and because there's so much to tell Jody. And I just think that people are hesitant. There's so much fear being created and handed off and passed off running rampantly in our culture. And you know what? The presence of God erases fear. Yes. You know what? You know what the Bible says? Cast out fear. Perfect Perfect love. love. 
Perfect right? love. And that's all you and I have, Jody, is yes. perfect love from the Father. That's all right. I have to offer. Yep. Yep. I've yeah. said it before, man, if you don't want Jesus, I ain't got nothing for you. That's and it. I, I, I say this all the time when I pray over people, I'm like, I'm praying that God's perfect love and fills you because it removes fear yes. and it's just stepping out, just taking that one step. And you don't have to know exactly everything. It's just be obedient and, you know, go, go to wherever you're at, you know, just be a part of something that's moving. Yes. Be a part of something that's out and about get outside the four walls of the church and talk to the people in the grocery store, lift your head, open your eyes, stop being so busy and entangled in the day to day that you're missing out on there's ministry that stands all around me all day long when Amen. I go out and about. And it's just a matter of being led by Holy Spirit. But just like you said at one time, it's simply, how can I pray for you today? That's it. Do you know that I, I rarely, it's it's maybe happened, maybe a handful. I don't even know if it's happened that many times that somebody goes, no. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's rare. But it when you rare. just kindly say, how can I pray for you? And sometimes I've prayed for unbelievers. They're just like, you know, I'm like, do you believe in Jesus? No, I'm like, but I'll take prayer. You okay. betcha. Okay. You betcha. You know, and it, we all have different roles. Sometimes we plant the seed. Sometimes, you know, God. But but that's that's the thing. It's just go, go. It's it's that simple, and He'll lead the rest of the way. And I got to tell you, I've learned a lot. You know, I've learned so much. I didn't understand all this or know every aspect or detail or angle, but He's led me the entire way. He never let go of my hand. And when he, he drew me to bigger things where I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. He's like, just do it. I've got you. And just, I would just encourage people to just step out and go, just go. And I have to, you brought this up, Jody. I have to go here scripturally. First Corinthians chapter three, starting in verse six, it, this is Paul talking. He says, I planted Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. And yes. here's what I love, Jody, because we haven't spent a ton of time together. You and I haven't, but here's no. what I love. Now, he who plants and he who waters are one, and mm. each one will receive his own reward according to his <laughs> own labor. That's so good. And and it's and yet it says you or I are nothing, whether we're planting, whether we're watering, we're nothing, but only God who brings the increase. And all you have to do is be a sower or a water. Yes. Sometimes you don't even know. No, sometimes you don't. But that tells me I can trust God to do whatever he needs to do with it. That's, That's so it. Good. It's off me. Thank you, Jesus. It's off of me. <laughs> I just be obedient. So, hey man, what a fun discussion, Jody, and what a great Always time in the pleasure. Lord. And again, man, it seems like it was two minutes, but Jody, <laughs> I hope and pray that we can have another session, another episode, yes, and we will. that you can join and uh, we can just share some more. But, folks, yes, listen, I, I pray that this was a blessing to you. I pray that you'll want more, you'll find yourself wanting to hear more. And uh, we're going to have Jody and maybe her sister back on again. But yes. I appreciate you tuning in. I, I appreciate you sharing it with your friends so that they may be encouraged because that's our heart's desire in this program for you to be encouraged to do more for the Lord, maybe than you did yesterday. But thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Time to Revive. 
Thanks for listening to Time to Revive. This show has been brought to you by Shine FM and Revive Ohio. More information about this program at shinefmohio.com. The Shine FM Podcast Network.